Welcome back to Elevated Inspiration for Sunday School. Hey, we're going to be looking at Philip, the Ethiopian, and the Ethiopian unit. I like this right here, this, this passage of scripture, and I'm going to tell you the reason why. So this lesson is part of the Cogent Legacy Series. It's going to be taught August the 3rd of 2022. This is actually lesson nine. We're still looking at who understands faith. All right, so let's, let's get started. We actually have three outlines. The first outline is Philip fulfills the great, and then we're going to move into the other two outlines. So this first one here, today's scripture, we're going to continue from last week looking at Philip, looking at the Acts the eighth chapter, verses twenty-six through twenty-nine. So let me let me flip screens here, and uh, we're going to get started. If I can get my cursor over, and yes. Here we are. All right, so basically, Philip obeys the Spirit. And notice how when the Spirit speaks to Stephen, he moves. Last week, we was in Samaria. And I got my curse over here. Yes, we was in this area right here. And you remember Simon the sorcerer and the people heard was baptized. And then the two apostles, Peter, and John comes there and lays hands on them and they get filled with the Holy Ghost. Now, we, we are back in Jerusalem and as notice the uh, verse 6 says, 26 says, And the angel of the Lord spake unto Philip. I like that. We see the angel of the Lord uh, many times in the Old Testament. This is one unique occasion that we see it here in the New Testament. Um, the angel of the Lord is is usually referred to in Old Testament as a is as more of Christ, um, but here in the New Testament we actually see because Christ has gone back and the Holy Spirit is there, we're going to see that the Holy Spirit is directing um, um, Philip. So in the verse it says, "Arise and go towards the south unto the way that goes down from Jerusalem unto Gaza, which is desert." I like the word goeth down. Remember now, Jerusalem's kind of sit up high, it's hilly. So he's actually going into Gaza. This is more of a trade route that the merchants would take going back into Africa. And he rose and went, and behold, a man of Ethiopia. Now we use that term Ethiopia sometimes as referring to black. Okay, so we know we're talking about individuals from Africa. He's a unit of great authority. Now, unit is someone that has been castrated. However, you know, the more I look at this, and I'm going to do a blog on unit, I don't think this unit is castrated, okay? Uh, and I'm going to tell you that in the reason why. He's a unit of great authority under Candace, the queen of the Ethiopians, who had the charge of all her treasure and had come to Jerusalem for to worship. So we got a unit of great authority relating to the queen of Ethiopia. Now, scholars tell us that this is more of Sudan, which is the country right under uh, uh, Egypt, and it's right next to Ethiopia. Uh, I've read somewhere where all of this area is called Ethiopia. Now, He's of, he's of great authority. Candace is more like a title that we use, like today we say president. And we call that person President Obama, President um, um, Biden. Here 
that word queen is more in line with that term president. And this was a hereditary uh, lineage of different queens, and they would call them Candace. He had come to Jerusalem to worship. So we have a believer, a believer in the, um, the, the law, a believer in the Judaism. Because he come to Jerusalem to worship. The reason why I say he's not castrated is because he wouldn't be allowed to go into the temple if he was castrated. I believe that this individual is circumcised. I'm going to use that term. He was returning and sitting in his chair and he read from the book of Isaiah, Esaias, the prophet. That's the book of Isaiah. And the spirit said unto Philip, go near and join him in his chariot. I like that. Go near and join him. Okay, so let's look at the next, my takeaway. My takeaway is two things here. Uh, correction, three things. I want you to first look at, I want to find some scriptures in Isaiah because he's actually reading uh, the 53rd Isaiah. But if you notice in chapter 56 of Isaiah, it says Isaiah prophesied that a time will come when units, like this individual here, will keep my Sabbath, take hold of his covenant, and will be given a place in God's house. God doesn't leave anyone out. Number one, that I my takeaway is that this unit is from Ethiopia, or today that region is called Sudan, and the unit is a high-ranking individual in charge of the queen's treasure, and notice the unit had come to Jerusalem to worship, which let me know that he has more of a Jewish heritage. He understands the law because he's actually reading the prophet Isaiah. Okay, so my Zoom question is this. How much more effective would believers become today if we were more sensitive and obedient to the Holy Spirit? Think about that. Okay, so the, the second outline is this. The Ethiopian encounter. So we're looking at verses 30 through 35 here. So we got Philip heading down to Gaza. He sees this, and I like verse 30. Notice it says Philip ran. He got up and ran. When he saw this man, the Spirit of God spoke to him. He ran thither to him. And notice what he said. He and heard him read the prophet Isaiah. He actually heard. In that day and time, it was, uh, it was not uncommon when you were reading to read out loud. And then Philip says, what? Understandest thou what thou readest? And the man said unto him, how can I accept some man? Show me God. And he desired that Philip would come up and sit with him. Now, the place in the scripture which he read was this. And this is, like I said, from Isaiah, the 53rd chapter. He says, he was led as a sheep to the slaughter, like a lamb dumb before his shears. So open not his mouth. In his humiliation, his judgment was taken away. Who shall declare his generation? For this life is taken from earth. And then the eunuch answered Philip and said, I pray thee, of whom speaketh the prophet? Is the prophet speaking of himself or some other man? And notice, I like how Philip does this. It says, Philip opened his mouth. And from that same scripture, he didn't take him anywhere else. He used that scripture that he was reading and he preached unto him Jesus. I must say, Philip had to be a man that understood God's word. He had to be a man that read and, 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 un, and knew 
exactly where this individual was reading from. Boy, Philip had to be a great man. Notice in Isaiah 11, 11, it says, And it shall come to pass in that day that the Lord shall set his hand again the second time to recover the remnants of his people. Uh-oh. Notice. And, and that shall be left from Assyria and from Egypt, from Pathros and from Cush. And here we have the Ethiopian unit are the Cushian unit. Unless the scripture is being fulfilled right here, right in front of the eyes of, of Philip. We see prophecies being fulfilled. And then the Ethiopian fulfills, this is the last outline, and it says in verse 36, And as they went on their way, they came unto a certain water, and the unit says, See, here is water. What hindereth me to be baptized? So the unit realized, understood what Philip was saying, understood Christ came and died on the cross. He had heard probably a lot of commotion about this Jesus Christ because this is during the early stage of the church and he wanted to be baptized. Now notice what Philip said. He said, if thou believest with all thine heart, thou mayest. And the unit said, I believe that Jesus Christ is the son of God. And he commanded the chariot to stand still and they both went and Philip baptized the unit. And I like verse 39. And when they were come up out of the water, the spirit of the Lord caught Philip that the unit saw him no more and he went his way rejoicing. The unit went his way rejoicing. Can you imagine the impact he had when he re returned back to the kingdom? Back to the queen because he had a man of great authority in scripture when we usually see when the head man get baptized the whole household become baptized and i believe that's what happened here even though we don't have scriptures to unfold that but i believe the unit not only was he baptized but i believe his whole household and who can tell what type of uh revival um went out Notice Isaiah 56 and 8 says, The Lord God will gather the outcasts of Israel, says, and yet will I gather others to him besides those that I gather unto him. So when a unit is baptized, there's another prophecy being fulfilled in Isaiah. See, this prophecy spoke of strangers and units and the other outcasts will be given an everlasting name and call God's people. Wow, what a magnificent um, uh, story we have here when you think about the Ethiopian unit. So my question is, what did I actually learn from this? What did I learn from this? I think I learned as Philip completed his work in Samaria, the spirit urged him to leave for Gaza without explaining why. My question today is, how does one know when to move in a different direction. When clarity is lacking, this lesson illustrates the uniqueness of faith. Remember now, who can understand faith? Therefore, I must become in sync with the leading of the Holy Spirit in my life without knowing the why. That's amazing when you think about it. See, the gospel message is universal. And we're here to do kingdom work. 
And a lot of times we don't know why certain things happen, but we must be able to utilize that faith. Just like Philip did. He left, went to Gaza, not knowing that he was going to meet the Ethiopian unit. What about us today? So let's take a few minutes here in reflection. The key verse is, and as they went on their way unto a certain water, and I'm sorry, but let me, let me repeat that again. And they went on their way unto a certain water, I'm sorry, now I'm ready. And as they went on their way, they came unto a certain water and the unit said, see, here is the water. What doeth hinder me to be baptized? It's amazing. How often are we led to share the good news to others? Here's Philip, leaves Jerusalem, goes all the way to Gaza, not knowing he was going there to meet this eunuch here. Not knowing that he was going there to baptize this individual. What about us today? Are we being led by the Spirit of God? Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, help us to be more responsive to your promptings. Help us to have the heart to pray for the lost and to seek out those who are looking for you. I pray for anyone who comes into the doors of our churches. I pray for them to receive your truth, to accept the invitation to discipleship. I ask you to just unfold and allow us to be witnesses for you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.